What are you listening to? You don't know that the guy's just put I know that. No, this is one that I know. Tom Brady's bordering now on Godlike. You gotta put the bourbon down and go to a doctor. He's... All right, listen up, y'all. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Bump and Run. I'm Pete Colasano, joined as always by the man, Mr. Scott Bracey. What's going on, dude? Peter, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Um, a little disappointed, I guess, because uh, last Sunday didn't exactly. Football. Yeah, it didn't exactly go the way I had planned. Plus, it didn't go the way Pick and Pete had planned either. So yeah, the Cowboys are over two, but uh, I'm not disappointed in the game itself. I thought I thought it was a better game than some other people maybe did. I think defense these days and strategy doesn't get. I don't know. It doesn't get the love that I guess it once did or something. You know, it's everybody just wants points, points, points. Yeah. So I'm yeah. a little disappointed in other people's reactions because I thought it was a really well-played game. And um, so we can get into it. I, I think I differ yeah, on some opinions from other people, I think. Let's dive right in. Kansas City 25, San Francisco 22. In what I thought was a slugfest, slower start. Um, early on, 10-3 at the half. Um, a lot of points here to make. Uh, we'll start with this one for me. San Francisco, not enough touchdowns. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, they let Well, not Patrick enough Mahomes, scoring, who, just in general, in the first half especially. Yeah, well, first drive of the game, they're driving right down the field. McCaffrey fumbles, which is very rare, so that probably wasn't a good sign of things to go. Um. You can't let Patrick Mahomes be down only 10 at the half when they played like absolute dog shit. You knew they were going to turn it around between him, Andy Reid, Kelsey having one catch for one yard in the first half. You knew that things were going to – and then when you got a 50-minute halftime, you have a lot of time to make some Is stuff up. it so, was? Yeah. Jesus it was very Christ. long. Very um, long. I, I don't know that I would characterize it as Kansas City played like dog shit. I thought that San Francisco's defense played exceptionally well. They, I, I think I texted you very early on. And said, my God, San Fran is just flying. Their defense is playing very fast today. Like, I don't know if it was the extra week off or what, but they just, let's put it this way. If you watched San Fran's last, you know, last two playoff games, their defense came out very different in this one. Sure. You you know what I mean? So to me, that was a great sign for them. Now, we both kind of talked about a lot, like, this is not the same Kansas City team that we've seen in the past. It's not explosive, one play touchdowns, your Tyree kills and that kind of thing. So that kind of played into why San Fran looked so good in the first half, especially defensively. But yeah, I just think San Francisco had multiple opportunities. Whether they got touchdowns or not, I'm not so hung up on because who knows if drives if drives continue, whatever you get, you get. But even another field goal would have been a difference in this game. Mm. Um, when you, you know, I just meant on the standpoint of you want to try they're not going to struggle that them. much. Yeah. You want to pull away as long as much Absolutely. as you can. And they yeah. had the chance to pull right. away. They had right. the chance to have a lead. I don't know. You could you could say similar to what Detroit had over San Francisco. But even if it wasn't quite that big, what was the halftime score? 10-3? Yes, sir. At the very least, it should have been 13 or 16-3. Yeah. And then the second half is, is played very differently. This is what I say all the time. You know, We said this last week with Detroit. If they just kick field goals instead of going for it. 
it forces the other team to play differently. The game would have been would have played out much differently if it was especially 16, you got you got to pick you got to pick right out of the game. Yes. The second half, it could have changed everything, and they didn't get anything on that drive. Right. So that was to me the biggest thing. You know, somebody texted me at halftime, and we're like, "Man, San Fran's really dominating." I'm like, "It's a one play game right now, dude." Yeah, it's crazy. It's ten three. It's one play. It's you think seven point. It's one play. So go ahead. No, that's all. Just go ahead. I'm, I'm so, playing off you. So you, so you mentioned how great San Fran's defense was in the first half, and I agree. The Greenlaw fluke injury. Oh my god, it was huge. Changed a lot. What quarter did that happen in? Second. That I was think, second, right? right? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Did you see Dude, it too? By that the way? was un- unbelievable, bro. That's like the gods just working against you. Yeah, it really is. It's just really sad. Like I wrote down here, like one thing that, like to me, that San Fran just had some bad luck. I mean, you don't want to chalk it up to bad luck because they absolutely had opportunities and they yeah. didn't take advantage of it. On top of bad luck, <laughs> but they ran into some really odd bad luck too, like the punt. We'll get into that. It's not, you know, we, we oh, like that punt dude. return that just weirdly touches a guy and then they don't get the ball. Like, that's bad luck. Like, it, that, how many yeah, times again, that happen all year? Bad luck, but with the opportunity, the punt returner, jump on the ball, dive on the ball, don't go right. pick it up. Like, I'm saying it's so, so bizarre that it happens saying, in the first you, place. Yeah, 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 don't try to pick luck it up. Just get on it. Bad result like it's yes yes yeah with bad decision included bad yeah, decision yeah yeah included, right. and it was so. that was a weird thing too i don't know if you were thinking this i think it was i think it was um tony romo at that point was like we have a we have a turn before they knew it touched a san francisco's guy's foot a niner's foot before they knew that he was like you know there's a word we have to get away from the ball everybody get away from the ball and i'm thinking it's called it's a you make a Peter call. It's Peter. You or, know, Peter poison. Yeah, poison or Peter, Peter, yeah. Peter. I was yeah. for my life. It was always Peter, Peter, Peter. And I'm like, there, even if it was poison, like he's like, you know, there's a word. I'm like, can't you say the word? Like, is there, is there some reason you're not telling everybody what the word is? Like, just say what the word is. It was so bizarre to me. I'm like, even if it was Romo's, poison, Romo's had an interesting playoff. Yeah, he made it sound like it was it. like cock and balls, cock and balls, cock and balls. Like, you know, I don't like. Why can't you say it, Tony? But that was like some really bad bad luck. Um, here's another one that I'm just like, it's weird. Kansas City put the ball on the ground five times. Five times. Only lost only lost one fumble. I know. Like, it's just the way the ball bounces. Hey, man, there's nothing you could do about it. But that is some bad luck. Is that the game? Is that why they lost? No. But if one of those, one out of the four that they didn't recover goes their way, it's probably a different game. And Moody's then, obviously, extra, the injuries. Moody's extra point gets blocked. And then Bucker's 50... <laughs> 50-yard field goal goes right in between two guys' hands. Yeah, it's freaking like, crazy. It's just, it's, it's, just, just, it's Right. It makes you look and you say, golly, like, you can't even get one break. You can't get one. You can't get a single break. So that was part of it, too. But but that's not the whole story. Make no mistake. That's not the whole story, for sure. Brock, Brock Purdy, pretty good, but not a difference maker yet. He wasn't the reason they lost. No, he um, was not. And... But he couldn't get him that clutch touchdown. Well, he did bring him right down the field in overtime to you know right there and, and a lot. Bo- but again, but like a lot of balls tipped. I mean, but again, I that cannot, last one I can't take but, that. But a, again, but listen, he wasn't he great. No, he wasn't Chris great. Jones on blocked. On that's four, what I'm on saying. That's not on behind. him. That's not on him. No, 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 no. Blown, I'm just saying like that's a package there. He, look, he brought him right down the field, all the way down to the ten yard line, nine yard line, and and they couldn't. If if they pick up Chris Jones, and by the way, even if you're even if it's a blown 
blocking scheme. How do you only? How would you only have one guy on Chris Jones at that point? Like you should have two on him anyway. I, so at least somebody could have got a piece. Especially and if somebody gets a piece. In, he's hitting. Especially because they had a defensive end hurt and no one else is really doing anything on the line. Rush wise, this was one of the points we talked about last week about Chris Jones and like how are we blocking blocking schemes and all this kind of stuff. This is the one guy you account for on every fucking play, right? Every play. Where's Chris Jones? This is what we're doing. Because if they pick up Chris Jones, that's a touchdown. It is a touchdown. It's a very I, least it's a first down, and, and it's more than likely a touchdown. So that's another one where it's just like, geez. Um, and then we would have had a ninth guy or whatever, a tenth guy win MVP wide receiver because it would have been Juwan Jennings. You think it would have been him? You don't think it would have been Purdy? Two touchdown catches and a touchdown throw? He would have had two touchdown passes and almost three, you know, 275 yeah, yards. Yeah, but Juwan threw that one to McCaffrey too. Oh, that's true. And that would have been interesting. I don't know. Right? There was so much yeah. Purdy talk they might have given it to him. Plus, if he if he by the way, even if that is a touchdown, Kansas City they gets gotta, the ball. They, I know they got to play defense, so, and they said they were going to go for two too. Yeah, yeah, as so, well. Um, yeah, it's just something happened in a, they gave the ball. I like how they ran the ball with with McCaffrey most of the game. I thought that was good. I think he had like twenty two rushes for eighty yards. He, there were two series though when Shanahan ran it through it five out of six times, and they went three and out on both. I didn't love that. Right, so. <laughs> I'm playing a little game with my son while we're watching, and it's if a San Francisco, if a 49er catches a ball, I have to do five push-ups, and if a Chief catches a ball, he had to do five push-ups. So like, end of the second half, Chiefs drive, kick a field goal, or whatever, like they're driving on two minute war, and he's just getting peppered. And then second <laughs> half, you know, uh, Chiefs, you know, came out and they're throwing. Them. At one point, I go. I don't think I don't remember the last time I did a push-up. I said I feel like it was two hours ago that I did a push-up. And <laughs> right after that, Nance says it was like an hour and eighteen minutes of real time because there was a stretch at the end of the second quarter and a very and then obviously like to your point, fifty minutes or however long it was yeah. at halftime, and then a pretty decent stretch in the third quarter, no completions. And I'm sure those three and outs that you're talking about, balls got knocked down. Just oh, man. They kept getting, for, for a good stretch there, they were really getting pressure on Purdy. He took a couple, like, real shots that I was even a little like, oh, shit, is he going to get up from that one? Clean, untouched. Like, surprising to me. I don't know. I, I'm I'm a little surprised by that, you know, with Shanahan and the mastermind <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, there was a stretch there where they were just offenseless, and it looked like it was going to be really bad in the other direction at that point. Yeah. Um. Travis Kelsey pushing Andy Reid. What are your thoughts? Okay. So, obviously, without, like, really getting too too crazy, it's not good. Right? This is not good. It's not good. There's no there's nowhere where, like, just under no circumstances can you be like, oh, come on, don't worry about it. With that said, like, <laughs> uh, I don't think he meant to, like, fucking chest bump him and almost knock no, him over. I think, I think so. he was emotionally, you know... You know, agitated, was trying to get his point across and bumped him by accident. He said on his podcast, it's totally unacceptable. I, again, I don't think he was trying to push no, of Andy Reid. He apologized, said it was ridiculous. Um, so, and, and Andy Reid didn't make a big deal of it. And I don't think a big deal should be made. Now, Andy Reid's not a young guy. Um, and these guys are pros. I could tell you. Being your former coach, if that happened to me at that time, I was in my like late twenties and early thirties. 
if that had happened to me then, I'm probably going to be up in your face. Like I'm going to have a handful of face mask or he didn't have a face mask. So I'm probably grabbing you by your friggin' Jersey mm-hmm. and letting you know, do that shit again. And you'll never see the field. Like make it perfectly clear back the fuck up. Right. And clearly if you saw Andy Reid's face, he wasn't happy with what happened at the time, <laughs> right, but he's right. not going to overdo it. You know, he's not going to go, he's not going to, Say get the fuck out of here! You're done. Like it's the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You're well, not well, do that. The emotion and passion are what makes these guys great. Also, could be a detriment at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you got people have to understand, especially people who never played football before. This yeah. is a this is a very unique sport. Um, very emotional game. Super it's not Bowl. just emotional. It's a very physical, super oh, violent course. sport. Course. Like just to survive, you have to be very physical and tough. Never mind to do very well. So. You know, these guys are in a very, you know, vicious, violent state of mind, man. And if you have played, let's say, high school football, you've tasted like a quarter of that, of what it takes to be at that level. So, you know, and then on top of it, like, it's the national championship. It's the biggest game of the year. It's a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So, And he had a shit first half. Things were yeah, going their so, way. so, like, there's yeah. a lot going on there. Again, I don't think he meant to bump him, so I'm not going to, like, crucify him for it. Again, I would have made it perfectly clear. Don't ever fucking do that again. And I if I said that to you, like, back your shit up. Don't ever do that again, and you'll never see the field. And you turn to me and go, my bad. Didn't mean to, didn't mean to yeah. touch you. Yeah. It's done. That's it. It's over. I'm not going any yeah. further than that. So. Especially if you know the... You have... 12 years together. Got a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Got a relationship. I think it's what like, he said, he goes, he goes, listen, I know this guy. Like, he's possibly the greatest tenant who ever lived. I'm talking he has no history of any kind no. of, like, poor and behavior. Goes, I, th- I think fu- he tried to get his attention, but I think it kind of, I think maybe Reed, he went in too fast. Reed yeah. kind of turned into him, and they both kind of started each other. Yes. And, like, and then you could see Kelsey grab his arm as he kind of stumbled right, back. Right, didn't want him to go He back. wasn't going to, like... I think people are making way more of it than there needs to be. Yeah. Again, it, did it look great? No. No, it's not good. Make no mistake. I, it's not acceptable. Um, you know, there's no excuse for it. And it's not that there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse that makes it okay. Right. But what should be done about it is minimal to nothing. Like, Andy Reid, no. I'm sure let him know. No. I'm and sure you said, oh, and, quick. Yeah. and I'm sure Kelsey was like, my bad. And that's it. That's enough. I think it's enough to say, didn't mean to do that to you. My fault. Yeah. And that's enough. Now, if he had gone over, fucking headbutted him, pushed him to the ground. Oh, we, now we're having a very different conversation. But I think this was more a, a, um, an incidental bump. Didn't mean to do it. It happened. So you're responsible for it. But I don't know what when people say it's disgusting, it's outrageous. What do you think's gonna happen? Like, what do you think should have happened to him? You, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think he should have benched him for the rest of the game, spite himself, yeah, exactly. spite the team? Not gonna happen. Again, if it was something that was clearly intentional, that's a different story. But I don't think this was. I don't think he went over there saying, "I'm gonna push this motherfucker around and let him know, like, you got to get my ass in the game." I, I don't think that was what was going on. And now, to, now to go a different direction with it. You've seen plenty of stuff on the sideline. A couple years ago, the Redskin, a couple of Redskin guys, commanders, got into it on the sideline with a coach. Brady and Bill O'Brien oh got into it on the sideline yelling. What? Oh, and McDaniel, too. He used to, he used to have it out. Yeah. McDaniel used McDaniel. to say after a game. I, I, I welcome it because it's like, first of all, I know Tommy's fired yeah, up. And second of all, I want to hear what he has to say. 
Parcells and Sims used to have a oh famous. Oh my god! Yeah. So, again, I think that what it was was the human contact of it, like 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 right. him stumbling and stuff as, a, as an older part. man, older out of shape man. Yeah. And Kelsey's a fucking monster. Absolutely. So that doesn't help either. Yeah. Do you think this got more attention because it was Kelsey with the Taylor Swift all that nonsense? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure people like if, who don't like normally. Mahomes did it. If it happened with well, Mahomes. it's Mahomes, and he's the he's the man. So I think it would have had the same amount of attention. But if like Chris Jones had done it, no, it's it's not the same. Yeah, and maybe even I, I can make an argument. Maybe it's even worse. I think more people, less people, would be talking about it. But the people talking about it might be even more pissed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I, I just I, I could just, see that angle. Yeah, I could see that angle. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think. Um, I just don't think it was as egregious as everybody. As some some people were making it out to be. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. Now let me ask you a question: If that yeah. had, if that had happened during a regular season game, do you think the consequences would have been any different? That's a good question. See, now, I don't question. think so because I, th- I don't I, think so I, because of I, Andy Reid. Uh, again, yeah, because I think Reid. Again, like I said, the twelve year history. They know each other. They're like family. Reed knows exactly who this guy is. Yeah. Kelsey knows exactly who Reed is. And I think also Kelsey knows what Reed is so he can go up and do that. Let him know I'm, I want to be in a game. Let yes, him know that absolutely. I have So I think it works both ways where they know each other. Like, like, do I see like Garrett Wilson doing this to Robert Sala? Like, of course not. Like, I don't like that's the, they haven't, neither one of those guys have enough gravitas to do that to each other. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I think it's said. I can see the vocal. I can see the vocal side of it. Again, Andy Reid is older. To your point, not in shape. It looked like. I mean, it wasn't that much contact, and I thought he was going to go down. He didn't go down. I, I thought, thought he was going to go down. down. Oh I'm thinking, my god! Jesus dude. Christ! You can weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, right? Like I don't yeah, think yeah, Robert yeah. Sala. <laughs> Uh, you know, Robert Sala is in great shape. Like he's That's muscular. I, if yeah. if he got bumped by Sauce Gardner or something like that, he's not going to look could, like almost going to the ground. So every yeah, the, certain, the other guy would probably the other guy probably stumble back. <laughs> yeah, and Sala probably would turn around and get back in his face. It's every every situation is different. I'm just saying from a from a just a general perspective. To me, it wasn't it wasn't good, but it wasn't something. Again, I just look and I say, what did you want? Like, to the people that are like, oh, it's fucked up. What did you want Andy Reid or the Chiefs to do? Bench him? Right, right, right. I, I just don't know what you thought. Fine him? I don't know. Maybe they could fine him. Will that make people feel better if he gets fined? 10000 50000 100000 I don't know. Whatever. If that'll make you feel better, then go ahead. Find the fucking guy. You say every situation is different. I'll give you an example. Uh, was it Christmas week? Maybe before Christmas? Whatever. The Broncos played the Lions. That Saturday night, and Peyton got up Wilson's ass. Oh my you God. remember that? And that's and Wilson, okay, though, right? And, and, and Wilson kind of like he just, just took like, it. Just took it. Which I think a player, for the most part, should. And but people damn, have a problem with that. So like that's I, the opposite kind of thing he, too, you know? Yeah. Like, and and to be honest, like he gave him he gave him the business, man. Yeah. Like he really got up in his grill. And, and to, then and then a week later he gets benched. Like was I there know. like a, it's a little was there fucked was up. There something, <laughs> yeah, like was there something yeah. like. Underneath that, yeah. or like, but listen, so yes. I think so most, the other way. Yeah, most players at some point in their career have been undressed by a coach. It's a little more like understandable, you know what I mean? Um, going in that direction again. I don't know. I don't know that the. 
I don't know that the verbal part of it was an issue with people. I think it was just the fact that he bumped Andy Reid. And I think we might have lost a little connection there for a second. Let's see if we come back on. Let me write the time down. I lost you there for a second. You back? Yeah, you you froze. You had like a like a bitter yeah, beer yeah, face on. I just took a pre Let me just write down the time. So if I have to go in and erase it. Um you know, the verbal side of it is different. It's just it's the it's the physical side. And here's the other thing. Andy Reid is just such a likable guy. Everybody likes Andy Reid, even if you're not a Chiefs fan. I'm sure, you know, as a Denver fan, you must hate the Chiefs just like I used to I despise the Patriots. But yet I'm sure you have a hard time I love hating it. I Andy love Andy Reid. I know I love it's Andy like, Reid. I want to root against this guy, but I just I can't do it, man. Like <laughs> I don't know if it's the mustache, the commercials, his demeanor. Um, you know, I gotta be honest with you. I'm gonna bring this up too. I do have a couple other things to talk about, but yeah, I do too. Not, I got not, two not more. too much, but um, Andy Reid is like the first coach that I can think of that has had sustained success as a player's coach. Most players coaches, the guys that we talk of as players coaches, they have very short term early success, and then they tend to lose control of their teams because the players feel overly empowered. And yeah. then, then the inmates start running the asylum, and then it, it usually turns it usually turns bad. Kind of look what's going on maybe in Pittsburgh. We'll see how long it happens lasts all the time. I mean, you can name a million different places. I, I see it every single time when I see a guy who they consider a player's coach. You could even say it happened in Seattle until they got some of the old guard out and brought in some new young players that Pete Carroll can do his thing with. Like players' coaches come and go pretty quick. But Rex Andy, Ryan, but Andy Reid. Is I would absolutely say as a player's coach, I don't know if it's just his genius. I don't know if it's just his talent. Uh, I don't know what it is exactly, but he never loses his team. That he never no, loses control. Um, the one thing that I could say that may have something to do with it is Andy Reid was known for this in Philly, and he definitely has done it to a degree in Kansas City. And people living down here, I used to see, hear it all the time. He will get rid of somebody. it's a terrible way of putting it, but like he will move on from a player usually a year before people are expecting it. Um, And I'm starting to wonder now if he starts to do it with the people that he thinks are kind of uh, atmosphere killers, you know, like as a guy's getting older, if he thinks he's still the man, but you can see his skills are waning or if he's becoming too expensive, he'll move on a year early. And then you'll find out two years from now, like, Oh my God, that guy's, washed up now yeah kind of so like maybe he, he does that kind of like we thought kelsey was going that direction but then the playoff kelsey showed up and- right and you, <laughs> maybe that's what he did with tyree kill maybe tyree kill was becoming too big a personality in kansas city he was taking over too much of like um the juice of how we do things and he says you know what let's yeah, get Mahomes something for him while we can the ball off. he was trying to get force yeah the ball to- yeah so to yeah, me, that's one thing I look at as Andy Reid, and I'm like, man, is he done? He has done an amazing job of both being a player's coach, but keeping the culture that he wants. And, and I even on defense, Frank absolutely. Clark, Honey Badger, two of those guys. Like, yep, yeah, move on. If they start to be too much, I don't even know if that's the case. But somehow he has done. I'm, I'm using that as a possibility. No, I'm, I don't I, even know I if that's what why. You're saying. He does move on from guys uh, always has a year early. Well, at least what people think is a year early. Um, maybe that's how he does it. I don't know, but he is a, he is absolutely a player's coach, but still absolutely keeps the culture of that program 
intact, like completely. Now, listen, maybe Donovan McNabb had something to do with that. Maybe Patrick Mahomes has something to do with that. I'm sure both of those are true. But all those other guys we've mentioned have culture guys, and they still find a way to lose control. So impressive. And I I was talking about this the day after. I said, I think Andy Reid is now on my Mount Rushmore of all-time coaches. Yep. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, Bill Walsh. I, I – I think I have two bills. I think I could even name three bills, but I chose to put Bill Parcells as an honorable mention. Bill Walsh, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, and Vince Lombardi. I just I put those four wow. on 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 the Mount Rushmore. And I would if I didn't put Vince Lombardi, if we're going to do something more modern, I would put Bill Parcells between the championships, his coaching tree, success everywhere. Everybody still quotes him. Like I just think that's that's, that's hard to argue with. He's that. such a big name. Even though he doesn't have a ton, he only has the two championships. I still think he's just the consummate winner everywhere he went. He won so. Patrick Mahomes clutches hell, man. He's he's a good player. He is Michael Jordan. Like he's just, dude. Six years, what is it, six years they've been to the AFC, AFC Championship game every year? Yeah, I think Like, so. they know nothing. So. When Patrick Mahomes has a starter, they know nothing. They start the season in the AFC Championship game. Like, that's insane, dude. It's really insane. Um, he is as clutch a quarterback as we've seen since Tom Brady. He does it, he does it dif- differently than Tom Brady, so they're not yeah. the same. So yeah. people are already saying he's better. Uh, dude. Tom Brady is so wildly unique I, because he was I, I so limited athletically, but just slowed down a little bit. And he had two separate Hall of Fame careers. And listen, Pat's yes. only 28. We'll be 29 to start next year. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. Right. But let's just enjoy it for what it Slow is Slow it right down. Now, yeah, just like, to, we don't need to get into that. Is he the greatest of all time already? I don't know. If you're asking me who I would take all time, I think I still would take Dan Marino. So, I don't know. Call me weird. But... He's fantastic. He's an all-time great. He's certainly on a top five all-time. And For he sure. is, at, what's, what's to me, look, what I would prefer to talk about as opposed to, like, where he ranks all-time, I would just prefer to talk about how just goddamn clutch he is, man. That's why I say he's Michael Jordan. He's Kobe Bryant. He's Tom Brady. He's that guy. Like, think about it. San Francisco had given up one touchdown in the in the in regulation time, right? Like they only gave up one offensive touchdown in regulation time, which is yeah. amazing. That's a really great game against Patrick Mahomes. San Francisco kicks a field, drives down the field, kicks a field goal in overtime, and everyone that was watching that game goes, "Holy shit, they're gonna lose!" Mm-hmm. Like, think about that, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that's unique. To Kansas City and to Patrick Mahomes. That's the Tom Brady effect. We all Abs- said that was Brady. This, this is what I mean. Like you just, yeah. It doesn't matter what happened the rest of the game. You even said it yourself. First half, Kansas City, San Fran defense looked great. Listen, was it the San Francisco defense? Was it the Kansas City offense? I don't know. I don't, yeah. It doesn't matter. He didn't. He was ineffective first half. Whatever the reason was, he was ineffective first half. And he comes out in the second half as a different fucking guy. And he comes out at the end of the game, and it's a different fucking guy. Like, there's just, it's the focus, it's the calmness. I I think of this all the time. Tom Brady, think of end of games. Was it deep down the field passes? No. It was six yards here, seven yards there. Get get it to your guy, let him get out of bounds. Boom, 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 bing, bing, bing. Think of that last drive. Running back, 
for spray. Yeah, like, think of that like, last yes. drive in overtime. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't amazing throws. It wasn't forty yard. You know, he's got a cannon for an arm. He throws a forty. No, he was. This guy's open for six yards. Bing. This guy's open he for runs first for, he down. Runs boom. For eight. Fourth and one. Boom. Take the first. It's take what they give you. You know what the funny thing is? He was the ultimate game manager in that last drive. Mm-hmm. Take what they give you. What's the defense giving you? We're going to take six here. Oh, I got the Kelsey here. Bing, bing, bing. Right down to that last play it was a total game manager play. Leak him out. Got him open. Boom. Touchdown. So you could. T- people love to think of the spectacular stuff with Mahomes, but Mahomes' greatness is he doesn't miss layups. He never misses the guy in the flat for three yards. He never misses the tight end who settles over the middle. He never misses the screen pass. He, anything under 10 yards, he never misses. He connects on like 95% of those. He's number one in the league on, on passes less than 10 yards. Like, think about that for a second. Those mm-hmm. are your layups. What are we talking That's the shit that Zach Wilson fails at miserably. <laughs> and these are the easy these are quote unquote the easy throws right but it's not Those the, are your throw, it's movers, the decision man. it's the decision and then yes of course it's the it's the accuracy but that's that's the difference that's frankly that's what tom brady did forever dude forever and then you get one throw for 35 yards and a dink 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 yep so amazing he's just so good so much better than everyone else so much better Last one for me. Where do the Niners go here? Um, you know, I've been on this for I've been on this for a couple of years. Shanahan is just not great. Well, let me not ask you: Did you bit, think he called a bad a game? I didn't like that. They didn't know the rules in overtime. I like what was going on there. I, I don't I, think it matters. I, 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 it matters. You think he didn't know, or you just think? The I don't know. Came? I just I just think the decision wasn't good, even if he did or he didn't know. This, I don't like the decision there. Which decision um, to take the ball? Yeah, let them go. On. Let's let's see what you got. Let's like overtime in college. You always pick defense. I think first. it's so different let's see what, in college. Let's see because... what you, well, let's see what you. Well, we've never seen this before. No, no, no. I'm just let's saying it's different you... in the sense of in college you get the ball at the 25 yard line, so you're already in field goal position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. But so I'm looking at you. Rounds, at... You get to see Purdy. Like you get to see what you have to do. To I don't. Like do I want that long. pressure on a, on basically a rookie quarterback? So here's how I looked at it. I looked at it a little differently. Well, that, that's another point you make. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I looked at it a little differently. They had just been like th- that defense played great the whole game. You had injuries starting to happen with the, was it Greenlaw or was it the other yeah. kid? Greenlaw. And and they looked spent at the end of the game. They had just stepped off the field and now you're going to put them back on the field. So he even said that their defense was spent. Me personally, I've always been a fan of put pressure on the other team. I don't know. I don't know. I would. I don't know what the stats are, so I can't speak statistically what's better. I get the idea that it's you want to know what you need to get, but if you know you need a touchdown, that's a lot of pressure. Okay, people don't take this part of the game into account a lot of times. It's a lot of pressure to say we have to get a touchdown. You're on your own 25 yard line. You shouldn't even be thinking about a touchdown right now, but it's in your head. As opposed to, and this is why the NFL is different than college. Is why I can't compare it because. You're, you, when you kick off, the other team's getting the ball to twenty, their own twenty-five yard line. They got to go sixty yards just to kick a field goal. You know what I mean? So I don't have a problem. I really, genuinely don't have a problem with them uh, taking the ball. They march down the field. They botched a blocking assignment, or else they probably do take a seven-point lead. 
But you, listen, it was you had him in fourth down. You did exactly what the purpose was. You had him in fourth down, and you didn't account for Mahomes running the football. And then you still had multiple other opportunities to stop him. And then you had opportunities to stop him to let him kick a field goal. So the problem here was the defense and some of the decision-making. And maybe this is why so Steve so Wilkes you got think fired. It's justified? I was going to say you justify that? I'm not saying this is why or that I would have done it, but I'm thinking I know for a fact they called a timeout. Even Romo had said it during the broadcast that San Fran called a timeout while they were on defense in that last drive, and it was Shanahan that wanted the timeout, and he had turned immediately to Wilkes and didn't like the defense they were in. I, my, If I remember correctly, I think like Kansas City had the ball somewhere around midfield, and they were in, I wouldn't call it a prevent defense, but they were in a very loose, loose kind of coverage. And Shanahan's like, dude, and you can see the next play they come out and they're in a much tighter regular defense, not trying to give up first downs. You want to keep them from kicking the field goal here, okay? But then once they get into field goal range, now you got to figure out a way to just keep them out of the goddamn end zone. So it was a fail in multiple kicks. I just, I personally, I personally, I don't have a problem. Man, you love Kyle Shanahan. It's all. It's, no, 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 because that's the decision I would make. I'm just telling you what I would do. I don't have a problem. I like. Well, you don't find it like, you don't find it like this is now a problem? Well, I'm just talking about that particular call, that particular decision. Yeah. I think yeah. there were other things that were questionable. Absolutely. That's what I mean. Like, now 0 for 3, like... Zills! Oh, Arnie! Zills! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What an what a awesome uh, thing that is to see. My goodness. Nice. Um, yeah, there were other things that were questionable, but I, I just... I don't... I'm not just... Some people are just fucking outraged. That he took the ball. I, I have no problem with that. I got a, I got a basically a rookie quarterback. Uh, let him go freely. When, I, there's less pressure in a tie I, I, score I, I, than there I, I is down three, that. down seven. You imagine if they're down seven and you're like, okay, Brock, go out there and go get us a touchdown. <laughs> Good luck. As as we don't block Chris Jones. Yeah, like come on. So that that's why I didn't have a no, problem with I, that. I, I can get behind that. I just meant like this is this is becoming a problem now. Well, it's not good, but. It's not. It's not good. I mean, that's why he's not a clutch. Like, like. So, I'll 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 bring it back to like a Michael Jordan thing. Like, was um. God, I'm kind of what the fuck. Who who's the head coach of like the Utah Jazz when Jordan, Jerry Sloan was Jerry Sloan a bad coach because he couldn't get past, you know, couldn't get past the Bulls. Well, do we Jer hold that Jerry against them? Marv Levy, guys that haven't won shit like Bud Grant. Guys that well, okay, don't but, win. The, but some of those yeah, are different yeah. because they lost to multiple different teams. Like San Fran has lost twice to Mahomes. Marv Levy lost what three times to the Cowboys? Twice I don't know. Is that was it always the Cowboys? Twice? No, two two Cowboys, one Giants, right, and one definitely one Giants. Redskins and one Redskins. Is that what so it was? Yeah, yeah. So I just you lost twice to the best player of our generation of this generation, not Tom Brady, but like. I just I don't kill. I'm not gonna. I don't think he's a bad coach. Like, what are you gonna do? Fire him? Well, he's, <laughs> you know is he the Lamar like, Jackson effect? Is he good in the regular season and then like he just doesn't come up clutch in the postseason? He like, came up pretty clutch in the last two games. I'm just saying, like you know, the, gotta, some of it's got to be on the players. Like you know, you just we're just jewelry. The defensive players were on the field with a chance to stop a team that they had stopped multiple times during that game. Like, make a stop. Make a stop. It's a you have the lead. Guess, guess who gets the blame? Oh no, no, no. You, know, you can do anybody. that. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. At some point, players have to make plays. Uh, they had multiple opportunities. It wasn't like that drive was the 13 second drive. 
of of Mahomes oh, against geez. the Bills. This yeah, was like yeah. a this was like a seven minute drive. This is like a oh, healthy yeah. drive. You had multiple chances to make a stop there, and you had definitely had chances Methodical. to make a stop to make them kick a field goal, and you failed miserably on all of those. So some of that's on the players. Um, I just look and I say, I, look, perception wise, of course. I mean, that's just the nature of the business, dude. You're the head coach, and you're gonna get it. It's just for me, I'm just looking, and, and I used to say this about Marle- Marv Levy. Every, yeah. You know, when I would hear, like, say, Jets fans, like, oh, fucking Buffalo sucks. Really? Wouldn't you? I would love to lose four Super Bowls in a row. As a Jets fan. I, you know you, why? You, you say that. You know, But you know why? Because <laughs> that means I went to four Super Bowls in a row. Like, I would I like the chance. Each one you go to is a new opportunity. So I, I would like to be there and say we lost, as opposed to uh, I'm thinking about the draft mid-October. And mid October is a pretty good year for me, by the way. <laughs> it's usually mid September. That's all I got, buddy. You um, got I, did, I just wanted to. I did want to mention Brock Purdy, twenty five of thirty eight, two fifty five and a touchdown. I think other than maybe one more touchdown, that was kind of the numbers that we had said. If he puts up these numbers, and then that's a good day for him. So I thought it was a pretty good game for Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of balls were knocked down, but I don't know that that's his fault. I just think, and he he did take a lot of heat. He was much better early than he was in the kind of second and third quarter of the game. Well, this is what I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking. Uh, I was watching the game with Jeremy, and uh, they didn't use him. Get him out of the pocket. Let him run around with his legs. That's what got them back into the Lion game the week two weeks yes. before. Let him run around. Get the you know when you. I was like I was like getting hit on a kickoff because it, it, it got me. It woke me up. Right, it got me. It got me into like, let's go now. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, ready yeah. to go. Like, there's no pregame hoopla bullshit. Like, let's. And I think with a guy like him running around and like getting dirty, Kittle smacking him in the head like a first down, like getting fired up. They didn't do that at all in the second half. Well, I like your reason. I like what you want to do for a different reason. You're getting a lot of pressure on him in a pocket, even on play action, which normally play action affords you an extra second to a second and a half, and they weren't yeah, getting yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Get him out of the pocket. Okay, so what do I? What did I just tell you? I think they went like a minute, an hour and eighteen minutes of real time, Dude. of no completions. Get him out of the pocket and let him get a little. I I don't know if I've ever told this story on, on this podcast, but I'll tell it real quick. My first play as a high school quarterback, I was a sophomore. My first play was a seventy-five yard touchdown pass. I threw it. You, you threw two yards. I threw. I it was a it was a play action. I rolled out to the right. I threw a two and a half yard pass to Mickey Sokol, who played at Tennessee University. Nice. And Mickey, this is against Moncler, and Mickey took the ball seventy five yards for a touchdown. And I'm thinking, dude, this is easy. Like, what, what have you guys been waiting for? Why, why haven't you put me in earlier? I could do this. Just get the ball to Mickey Sokol or Chris Taylor and let them do the rest. The point was like, I you get it, get him out of the pocket, a little quick completion. Who knows if Christian McCaffrey like takes off or Ayuk gets the ball and takes off for a thirty yard play? Like, get him out of the pocket, get a get a positive play through the air. I think this is this this I will put on Shanahan. They needed to get a little more creative on getting Purdy back into the flow. Yeah, and that I absolutely will put on Shanahan. 
um, because it was just way too long a stretch. Most no screens, it maybe another trip flight in there somewhere. Like pass would have like, been nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or one of those, like you know, like um, like a uh, a convoy kind of play, just out. Uh, just yeah. Like quick, get the snap, throw it out to the receivers. Let you know, let Debo run for twelve or yeah, five Kittle, or something. Like, Kittle was a ghost for most get of the game. Get a completion. Like, get a completion, and he failed at that. And that's that. I put, I do put on Shanahan. So, but even with that stretch, twenty-five of thirty-eight. For two fifty-five and a touch, like I thought yeah, he had, a, yeah, I, I don't thought think he had a pretty good game. At all. And then once again, too. once again, late in the game, they were down, and he took them down for a, a game-tying field goal. And then in overtime, he takes them down the field for a potential game-winning field goal. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's he's not Patrick Mahomes, but who is? Josh Allen couldn't beat him. Lamar Jackson couldn't beat him. Like it's hard, but he did what he needed to do for the most part. Would it have been nice to get a touchdown. Sure, but he did what he needed to do. I just think the defense, you could say they were tired. That's very possible late in the game. and Or you could just say Mahomes is just so freaking Mahomes. No, listen, I don't think they have a quarterback problem at all. I think he's going to be the guy going forward. I don't think there's any doubts about it. Like I do, I do question whether it becomes a problem when he's up for his contract. I don't know that this is the kind of I, – I don't yet know if yeah, he's the guy you want to give $50 million to. Because once you have to give him fifty million dollars, now somebody else can't get paid, oh, and you got to start yeah. making decisions. Now, if I'm him, yeah. we talk about this all the time. And I'm if I'm him, can you can you accept thirty five? I was going to say keep Debo, yeah, or yeah. keep Ayuk, or keep Kittle. You know, these are personal. This is the stuff that Tom Brady did. Can this? Does he want to do that? I think it would be wise. I think if he know, if he, I'm sure. Listen, he's a real smart kid, and he's very humble. Be smart enough to know that you're not Justin Herbert. You're not Josh Allen. Mahomes, you can't carry yeah. a team. And right. just leave a little money on a table for somebody's guys to get a taste, and you, and he'll still be there. I still think he's – remember, let's not forget, he didn't get a off season last year again because of the elbow surgery. Yeah. So this will be the first year because the year before he had been drafted, he was like not getting any reps in the offseason. So this will actually be the first offseason where he's coming into the offseason, OTAs, all that kind of stuff as the starter and participating in offseason workouts. So I, I still think the window is open. It's always tough. And I would never bet on the team who loses the Super Bowl to make it back because it never works out that way. Um, but I do think the window is no, still funny, open. Right? Listen, Trent Williams is a year older. He definitely lost a step. He had a hard time. He did not have a great game. He definitely he did, did not have a great game. Yeah. So I don't know if he was still banged up or whatever, but he was not great. Kittle's so, a year older. He, Kittle's he, a year he, older. He, he, he did not have a good game either. Debo is always banged up. Ayuk's a free agent. They might tag him. McCaffrey, running backs in this league. We know what happens with them. So, dude. But I think one more year is 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 there. Yeah, I think yeah, with that maybe gel with that with that nucleus, I yes. think. But but I think after that it might it might start to get a There's little There's going to have to be some hard decisions. But I will yeah. say this, I like the front office, I like Lynch. I think and with Shanahan between the two of them, if you look at their history there, dude, they've done an amazing yeah. job with the draft, with free agency. Uh, I mean, so, for sure. I mean, they fucked up on Lance, and it didn't hurt him at all. Like, didn't hurt him at all. <laughs> now they maybe say they got a little lucky for not sure. hurting him at all, but sure. That's part of it, right? You make one bad decision, you make another great decision. Wow. So, I think they'll be okay. Anything else? I think that's it. Um, best commercial for you? 
Uh, the Dunkin' Donut one with Damon Affleck and Brady was funny. I thought that was really good with J-Lo. Um, a lot of star power in that commercial. I think that one won the day, but I laughed, like actually laughed at the Arnold Schwarzenegger commercial. So that was pretty good. The I labor, that neighbor thing. Neighbor, that was good. It's a, get, it's a, get me out of this chopper. Mm. It was just, I thought it was well done. The I one I liked, because I like this guy a lot, I think it's uh, Christopher Walken. Oh my God. I uh, was... That that, a Chris Walken impersonation <laughs> is one of the greatest things on the planet. So that fact that they did a whole commercial. I don't even know what they were selling. What were they selling? I, a car, I think. I'm was it w, maybe? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. And what would you think of halftime? I got to ask. Or do you care? Uh, so halftime, to me, I usually don't really care. Uh, to me, I, you know, like I said, I was watching with Jeremy Morris. And, like, that's our, like, we that, we were in high school. But after that, with, like, Ludacris and, yeah, yeah. and uh, Usher and all that stuff. So every song... And you know the kids are there too. They're like, "Oh, mommy, daddy, uncle Scott." Like, what? Like, this is like our era kind yeah, of music. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like, I thought it was okay. I thought Ludacris was sweating his. Oh uh, not Ludacris. Uh, Usher was sweating oh his God, balls yeah, off. Yeah. Um, the on, skid, uh, I mean, I, again, they do some things. They throw some curveballs in there, like to like, you know, shake it up. But overall, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I don't really care. I never really care. I'm there for the game, and I think yeah. people get. I think when people say, "Oh, it sucked." It's usually just because they didn't they don't particularly like the music that was being played. Yeah, exactly. Um I, I I didn't know a lot of the songs, but and I just thought the the very 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 beginning was rough. I don't know, something wasn't synced or something like that, but the rest of it I thought it was fine. You know, yeah. I don't I don't I don't really I don't Listen, get... you go eat, you go eat, you do whatever you got to do. You go have a cigar, if you're whatever. Like... worked up over halftime. I'm like, I "Bro, you need to you need you need to listen to the podcast. You know what? That's a good time to put that. We should have. That would have been some good advice. Listen, during halftime, listen to the podcast. You're going to have enough time. Listen oh, to the podcast wow. and maybe, you know, you could see what uh, what we said and see if it happened yet. I, You know, to that point, let me just tell you something because I track every day like when we have listeners. Do you know that we get almost as many listeners on Mondays, especially during football season? We get almost as many listeners as, on Mondays as we do like almost the entire weekend. We get about uh, 75% as many on Monday. And I really I mean, do think it's it sometimes people go back and listen. Did they get it right? Oh, did, yeah. <laughs> did they get some of the stuff right? Like, I saw what happened. Now, what did they say? Did they get it right? You know what I mean? It's funny. It's very interesting. So it was a lot of fun. It was a good game. I, again, I, I think um, the beginning, it was, you can call it like the puckered asshole effect, or it was just, I actually thought it was more like heavyweight boxing match, feeling each other yeah. out. You can say that too, Don't make yeah. any big mistakes. Kind of get an idea for where you're at. I just think San Fran lost a couple opportunities to get some more points on the board. Whether they were touchdowns or field goals, they needed to get more points on the board, and they didn't do it, and that cost them. Like, when you're moving the ball that much, you got to get points, and they just yeah, didn't I get agree. enough. I agree. Even just one more field goal, two more field goals, and they didn't, and that cost them. Uh, last weekend, the Phoenix Waste <laughs> Management Open. As we always say, we love that tournament. Oh, so um, much fun. This year was a tad out of control. Yeah. If you were keeping track at home. Did somebody... <sighs> I feel like one of the golfers... Oh. Zach, Zach Johnson? Zach Johnson. Um, Saying it's too much. Uh, who's the other guy we like? Billy Horschel? Fuck Billy Horschel. He's always good. I'm effing a fan. Um... Guy was no, he actually stuck up for one of his golfers because the guy was talking to the other guy's backswing. Oh Jesus! Um, Steven Naismith, the fuck is this guy talking about? Um, Mikey, you gotta uh, try better, Mike. Uh, you gotta try uh, better. Mike. We can't it's even mention it. We can't even mention it was so bad. Um, <laughs> put the pipe down, bro. 
Um, uh, so what's uh, happening have, now have, is that it's I'm not only this. It. It's not only the sixteenth hole. You're hearing buzz. No, it's everywhere, no, it's everywhere now. Eighteenth hole. Naked snow angel. Oh my God! What in the bunker? Did you see that? A no. guy ran on the thing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. too much. That's Lady too much. fell off the bleacher and almost broke her neck in the on the sixteenth. Yes. Oh my God. They cut off alcohol sales on Saturday because it was an extra long day. They had to shut the gates because it was bananas. <laughs> it's great. It is becoming the most popular non-major. Dude, it's becoming Happy Gilmore, which it is really a, is. Hysterical. And you know what's crazy? The, the tournament, the people who run the tournament, while they want to be careful, you don't want to cut off any of this shit. It's bringing in tons of dough. Tons of dough. Dude, plus, it's Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know about you, but like I watched the whole weekend, and I watched and a lot of right it. Right up yeah. until game time. Yeah, like right up until game time. So um, it's better than all that pregame shit. I'll tell you absolutely. that right now. Absolutely. So I just, yeah, I, I I have so much fun with it, but it it is maybe it needs to be toned down a little bit. But I don't know what the the, the crazy thing is. I don't know what the tournament can do about it now. You can't. How are you going to stop these no, people? No, it's, it's a fan favorite tournament. No, <laughs> you're going to no. cut off the buzz. Listen, and to them, you know. I'll, I'll say it's their fault in a way. Like you built an entire stadium around a hole, and now the 18th hole is a massive stadium, oh. almost engulfing that whole entire hole. You encouraged it. You can't pull it. You you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube now. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Knock down the stadium? Oh. <laughs> like, bro, when Jesus. you think, of, dude, you hear about it. These people are waiting up all night for the gates to open at six, I think, to yeah. get into that 16th hole. Crazy. You and know it, they're partying a, all sprint. night. It's a sprint. It's a madhouse. It's cr- it, bro. It's cool. No, it's it's a lot of fun. It is. You I know, like it. You too. know what it is? The players need to take a different perspective. This is a uh, fans tournament. It's there yeah. for the fans. It's Super Bowl weekend. Lighten up a little bit. You know, the, you know who the players are that end up doing well. They're the ones that embrace the situation. Younger guys too, like yeah. Throwing footballs like, into the stands. Gala was having a great run. Embrace it, Shepherd's dude. Embrace yeah, it. Like, now we can do dude. some things. There's some things they can do to calm things down a little bit. Like, well, they took away a, the, the the aluminum bottles. They went to plastic cups, so the, yeah. the no one was getting hit with those things. Yeah, getting yeah. thrown onto the. So that was a good start. Somebody said they should sell Bud Light. That'll keep sales down. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. So the actual golf, Nick Taylor over Charlie Hoffman in the second playoff hole. I felt so dude, bad. Dude, do well, oh, dude. Charlie I mean, give, give, give Nick Taylor credit. He made a putt in the 18th Absolutely. in regulation. A, a, a little rim jobber and yeah, then yeah. stuck in there. Uh, Charlie Hoffman played his balls to, off Saturday to, into Sunday. Something like that. 40, 47? They played a lot of golf too the last two days, yeah. so that's a lot of older guy too. No, but it's not. I don't um, think it was anything he did. Like, it, no, it wasn't anything he didn't do. I should say he played his ass off. It's no, just it Nick great. Taylor played a little better. And what it was he is was, he was too he was two holes ahead of Nick Taylor. Yeah. So to your point, to your like to make a football reference here, like he knew what he had to get. Right. <laughs> so it played, it played to Nick Taylor's advantage. See that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to this week. <laughs> Genesis Invitational, Tiger Woods tournament. Birdied his first hole, uh, I think I read. He's on play, yeah, I was going to say, he's playing. He looks good. Um, what do you expect out of Tiger at this point? You Not just, much. Just to, get, just to make the cut and get through stuff? It, it, I think at this point, him making the cut is great. Yeah, uh, I do for too. Him, more eyeballs for the weekend him and, and stuff for like TV. that. Yeah, for him yep, and for TV. I, I if he can make more. the cut, it's huge because you know they can show him every fucking shot for the rest of the weekend. 
And I think for him, oh, they're, oh, they're just cashing. They're just check. Oh, just ching, 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 ching. Absolutely, ching. it's money in yeah. the bank. Yep. And for him, it's good just to show he could play. And listen, selfishly speaking, so I'm one of the. I like I to me. Uh, to me, Tiger Woods is the Yankees. He's the Bulls. He's the Patriots. Um, yeah. You either love him and want him to do well, or hate him and want him to do poorly, yeah. or get beat. I should say. Uh, either way, it's good for television. I'm one of those that I always say like, uh, I I want him to get beat, but I want him to make a run and come up just short. Like, or is, or I want him to be in the lead and somebody catch him. Like. I kind of he's the I, villain to me, but he, it's harder these days for him to be the villain. You know what I mean? When I first got into golf, and I don't know if my brother had an influence on me with this because he wasn't a fan at all. I was kind of I was kind of rooting against him. I was yeah. I liked Phil. I was a lefty. Phil was lefty. One of the only lefties I saw. Yeah. Um, Phil was more likable to the crowd. Sure. As I've gotten older and Tiger's gotten older and got through all his stuff and, and overcome it and came back, I found myself not rooting for Tiger. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's hard not to kind of root yeah. for these days. And I kind of want Phil to fucking fall. Plus, he doesn't now. win <laughs> like he used to. You know what I mean? I think for me, it was more of like, I just want, I'd like to see somebody else win. I want to see somebody else be a, like, how do I say this properly? I want to see somebody else rise to the occasion. Like, that's what the best part about sports is the Mahomes rising to the occasion, like somebody else rising to the occasion. I always wanted to see someone catch him. It wasn't so much that I can't stand Tiger. I just right. wanted to see that magical moment that it didn't have to be Phil for me. It could be anybody. I just wanted someone to catch him. You know what I mean? Someone to beat him. Because if you caught at that time, if you beat Tiger, like, that's a big deal. <laughs> you know what oh, yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it's not just the win at the tournament anymore. It's you won by beating Tiger. Like, you'll remember that one more than any other. Well, I remember that one playoff hole where he blew his knee out and he played through it. Where Rocco Mediate, he had yeah, that yeah, one playoff yeah. hole in the US. Yeah. And he was right there, and he lost by one stroke. Yep. Like, dude, like, like, that was the aura of Tiger, and then that was, like, how everyone came up just that yeah. short because... Yeah. Yeah. Michael, what's up, man? Yeah, so, that's, that's I mean, but yeah, now older... Um, He's a lot more relatable to us because he's older. He doesn't, yeah. you know, the the limp or the struggles. It's like, yeah, I fucking, I get that. <laughs> seeing with his son is heartwarming yeah, now. Yeah. Like, so and then seeing uh, him with the media, like he just right. better. Like, but this happens with all stars as they I get older, gonna, right? I was gonna say, like, Kobe Brett became more likable. Brett Favre became more likable later, and all, all of them. You think of them, even the ones that are a little, eh, you know, people don't love them so much later on. It's like, oh man. That was great. Yeah, you know, you have it. It's, yeah. it's a level of respect. Everybody always you have the, you always like, have the respect. Whether it's Tom Brady or any of them, you can hate them because they're beating your team. But there's a level of respect you can't deny. So the the level of respect for Tiger is there, and right. um, and him not winning almost makes him more endearing. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we almost are like, oh man, he can't can't do it anymore. I feel kind of bad for the guy. You know that kind of thing. So. But he's doing well, and I, I, you know, I would love to see him do well and stay healthy, so that we could see more of him. Because it's better for golf; it's better for the game. Definitely. Uh, Peter. Yes. What do you know about the NBA? Uh, I've been kind of paying a little attention to the stories less than the games, and there was a big story that didn't happen, but we found out yesterday, and it just. It sparks what-if questions, okay? So what we found out yesterday was that the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors, inquired to the Lakers 
about a trade for LeBron James. Uh, Genie Boss gets word of <clears throat> their interest. He calls LeBron's uh, agent, asks simple, very simple question. Is LeBron happy? Is he happy here? Does he want to stay? And his agent say, yep, he's happy. He wants to stay. And she goes, okay. And that was the end of it. But it is kind of, and then we hear the Sixers inquired about LeBron. I think uh, maybe Oklahoma City inquired. Like, like, like LeBron's going to go to Oklahoma City, right? Like under any <laughs> circumstance, LeBron's going to Oklahoma City. But what what would you have thought, number one, if LeBron go, would have said, yeah, I'll, I'll, let's do it, uh, goes to Golden State, and number two, if they would have somehow pulled off a win for the championship? What, what would your feelings on that have been? Oh. So in this day, this day and age of NBA, not nothing shocks me. All these guys that team up and play together. I know Steph and LeBron have a great relationship. They play together on the USA team, the All Star teams. They have a blast. Listen, nothing shocks me. It wouldn't shock me because it was LeBron and the whole Laker thing. Yeah, like the like the guy, like the personality and everything. Yeah, because it's he's the biggest name in the sport. Right. If they came back and won a championship together, you want to see? You want to talk about must see TV? The NBA might have got a little boost there, my friend. Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, there would have been a boost. Yeah. Would you look at it weird because there was they were kind of semi rivals for a while there. You know what I mean? Sure. Like when sure. it was with Cleveland. So now it's one thing to join another team, you know, and even to join Dude, it's a different world now, pal. It just is. Well, I'm just asking how you would would it would it So would we're way to LeBron. They were five they were rivals too. You think they were rivals? Well, they, they played in the East against each other. Yeah, but they didn't play in a championship against each other. That's what I'm. That's, that's fair. what I mean. That's fair. That's like Kelsey. That's like I don't know how I can really give a good example here, but like. Well, Carl Malone, Gary Payne went to play with Shaq and Kobe. They lost in the something in the playoffs every year in them. And they didn't remember win. that. And they didn't win. They a championship. Did, yeah, <laughs> they so tried, like, but they didn't. They win. choked their ass off, right? Yeah. Did the Pistons beat their ass pretty good? You know what the problem? Uh, the problem is with this particular one is that LeBron has made moves before. And he's really, if you think historically, he's the only like superstar, megastar, all-time great player that has been on multiple teams. On four Te teams, technically three four. Teams. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, three teams, but on and four, right? Four different, different stops, segments. We'll say. Stops. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Um, so that would have been five championships in. Yeah, because really, what other great four. player in any sport's been in that many teams? No, right? They don't like, do it because if you're great. Your team signs you. They want to stay. You want to stay. Yeah, they lock you up. Pay right? anything. Like, like two teams, two teams max. Yeah. So I don't know if it. I don't know what. Like I, Charles Barkley was on what three or four teams. Never like, won a championship. Three, never won anything. Yeah. Wow. It's just. It's just. I don't know. I don't want to use the word taint. Plus, it's an awkward word. Um, <laughs> Grumble. Wait. Wait. Yeah, wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> but it would, <laughs> Jesus. Next segment. Good God. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Got a pain in my taint. Here we go. Yeah, it just it just was an interesting thing to me that even if it was a possibility, um, well, I tell you what, it, to your point, it would have drawn interest and it would have totally set up what I just said about Tiger. It would have totally set up the idea of the heroes and the villains. You know what I mean? Like Golden State yeah. instantly is the villains, no matter what. Any, I don't care how much you like Steph. Unless yeah. you're a Golden State Warriors fan, they are now the villains to to everybody else in the country. And well, I like, mentioned this to you a couple weeks ago when like the Knicks were like, "Oh, like is LeBron like interested in the Knicks?" 
Like, don't fucking, we finally have a nice young team, like, guys that are, like, gel. Don't bring this asshole in now, like, at 39 years old. Yeah. Where we had so many years. I know, I know. Because then like, we got to give kinda, up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. it kind of, like, like they did for Carmelo. kind of ruined the whole, like, yeah. the team was gelling. And then you lost four <clears> guys <throat> in that trade, and the team's different, so. Word. Gotcha. Uh, that brings me to trivia, and we have a different theme this week. Oh, my goodness. We're going right on what we're talking about, the NBA. Yeah. I suck at NBA trivia, but let's well, see. You never know. You never know. Maybe you make, maybe take it easy on me. What NBA team <laughs> has made the most finals appearances? Celtics, Spurs, Lakers, Pistons. I'm going to say, look. Shut your comments off, too, by the way. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Mangano. <laughs> Just um, call him, Mike. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm leaning Celtics because historically, if you go back far enough, the Lakers weren't even like a thing because they were the Minnesota Lakers from the Great Lakes. That's why they're the Lakers. Did you guys know big, that? Big Jazz in Utah, by the way. Yes, originally <laughs> from New Orleans. New Orleans, um, correct. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna go. Although there is more recently, the Lakers have been there more. I'll say Celtics. Oh, you almost had the audible. You oh, almost shit. did it. You almost did the other way. It is the Lakers with 32. How, yeah. how many did Boston have? I have no idea. You suck. But, but here's the thing. You just said it. Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, they've been there more lately. So Yeah. You almost did it the other way. That would have been nice. That, that well, Kobe nice had, a, had two stretches. He had... Yeah, Shaq and Gasol. Lamar Odom, yeah. yeah. Yep. Damn. Peter? I see the comments piling up. I want to look, but I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. Who is the only NBA franchise with multiple final appearances with no losses? The Bulls, the Rockets, the Pistons, the Trailblazers. Multiple finals appearances with no losses. Okay, Bulls, Pistons, Rockets, Trailblazers. Multiple. I don't think... No, Portland does have multiple. And they lost. They lost with Clyde Drexler, I think. Oh, I love what he died. I love it. I love where he goes. He's turning <laughs> red. This is great. It's fantastic. Houston. <laughs> Houston didn't make it with uh, Chris Paul and what's-his-face. The beard. James Harden. I don't know if they made it during the Tom Janovich years and lost. I can't imagine that there was a time when the Bulls made it without Jordan and he always won in the finals. And Detroit... See, to me, it's down to Detroit and Chicago. Did Detroit... Did... Did Isaiah Thomas ever lose in the finals? Oh. All right, I gotta make it. Man, this, but this is but this is better than I thought it was gonna be. Look at Lady. I'm gonna, because the Bulls were bad forever until Jordan got there, and then pretty much. Wait a minute. Did what's his name? <laughs> he didn't, I don't think he made it to the finals. The kid who ended up like having all kinds of knee problems recently, more recently. That they drafted, he was like number one pick. Derek Rose. Yeah, he didn't make it to the finals, did he? Did he? Shit. 
Pistons. Bulls. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Derrick Rose clearly didn't make it to the well, finals. Well, Mangano guessed everybody but the fucking Bulls, and man, Mikey Williams, <laughs> Mikey Williams had the Pistons. Damn it! I had the Bulls the whole time, dude. And you said it. You're like, oh, they never made the they never made the finals without Jordan. Like you had, which is true, finals. right? Yeah. Damn. Obviously, it's true. <laughs> what a freaking damn it! I have a cocktail. All right, one more. If you get this, yeah. I'll be really pleasantly surprised. Great, thanks. You were probably 19 or 20 in this era. So, okay, well, watching a lot of sports, yeah, probably gambling with a guy it. behind an alley. It definitely was. 1993, the Mavericks had the Triple J's. Name them. Oh, my God. So, it was Jimmy something from Ohio <laughs> State Uni- <Jimmy laughs> from Ohio State University. I'll give you that one. Jimmy Jackson. Jim Jackson, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was so much controversy on that team. Who was dating who, and then they were, then someone else on the same team was dating the same girl. It was just, uh. Oh man, you know this is I like, NBA tribute to you. Fits nice <laughs> on you, pal. Because I can picture it, but I can't. J? No, I don't think Jalen. What? On team. No. Wow. Was Jason Williams on that team? No. no. But you're awfully close. Shit. Oh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Do you want colleges? Yeah, give me colleges. That'll help. I should. One Kentucky, one Cal. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Cal had to be... Um, He's the Mavericks coach now. You're right. You would be correct. Uh, Jason Kidd. Yep. And him and Jim yep. Jackson were the ones that were like dating the same girl yeah, or yeah. different times. It was like the Yankees that married two different like, women and yeah, they got the yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Kentucky, Divorce, wife, Kentucky. Wife. Kentucky. For the sake of time, I'll, I'll I'll give up. Jamal Mashburn. Mashburn, dude, he was go- he was a really great college yeah, yeah, basketball had, player. Yeah, he had like a he had like a he had a good early start to his NBA career, and then it got funky. Like. Yeah, I don't know if it was injuries or just it just was too much pressure, something something. But I think golly, the knees maybe too. Then he got some injuries. There was some injuries, something. But dude, he was tremendous in college, man. He was a great great college basketball player. By the way, Jim J- Jimmy Jackson was too. Great yeah. Ohio State basketball player. Yeah. Holy cow. That was good shit, man. Yeah, I like those. That was good, right? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to I used to be huge NBA fan. You know, NBA college basketball. I used to be a huge fan. And then I and then I realized that a lot of it had to do with I was gambling on on college and pro <laughs> sports, and that's why I liked funny it so what, much. It's funny what you know at that <laughs> point, right? Because <laughs> I don't watch it as much anymore, but um I will be checking in, see what's going on, and we'll have at least a discussion about what's going on in the NBA. Number one, what's funny about the NBA is um, the stories, especially during regular season. Regular season NBA is shit. It's just shit. I was watching just some like some highlights the other day, and they're like, oh, my God, what a play. And I'm like, nobody played any defense. 
Like they just <laughs> let a guy go up for a dunk. I'm like, is anybody even going to try? So right. it's just regular season's bad. So the stories are better in in regular season. But I will say like playoff basketball is pretty it's a pretty decent product. Agreed. The problem they run into is you don't have the same urgency that you have in the NFL where like if you lose game three, it's like, eh, whatever. See you tomorrow. You know, we'll <laughs> yeah. be back. No big deal. See the airport. Yeah, we'll go yeah. back. Yeah. So that's a problem with it. You know, maybe five game series and would be better. And now too with the seven versus ten, eight versus nine, there's more team. Like, yeah. I think the play in part, like with the last f- the four teams, the seven, eight, nine, and ten have to play their yeah. way in. I think that's actually way more interesting because it's kind of do or die. You know, it's way more interesting than. It's just a lot more teams make it now in a way than well, I guess baseball do baseball expanded too. It's, yeah, eh. but I'm just saying that, 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 play in, that play in part is kind of neat because no, I get it's it. very it's urgent. Like you, ha- you yeah. can't lose, like you're, you could be out. So and you have to play on the road if you're the nine ten. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of yeah, like yeah. that part of it. It's a little more intense, and then you get into but the play is better in the playoffs. So but we'll keep an eye on see what's going on the storylines. You know, one of the biggest storylines that I brought up last week was that Embiid. You know, who is averaging 35 points a game, which we haven't seen anything like that kind of since Michael Jordan, like that level of scoring. He was, again, playing at MVP level. They moved Harden, and they're having their best season, I don't know, in a while. And then he gets hurt. Uh, You know, we'll see if he comes back. And then I was just looking at Boston today. Dude, best record in the league. They're, like, first in every, like, you know, significant category. I knew Porzingis was going to fit in that team. He, well. he's he more mature, really helps like them he's a just, lot. He's, yeah, he's man. brings some size and some As depth. Man, that's sad. Yeah, and you know what he does too? He takes a little pressure off of um, Tatum and Brown off of Tatum time. because yeah. he doesn't always have to be the shot. Tatum always doesn't have to be the shot. Tatum has a little bit of LeBron in him, where it's like if I don't have the shot, I would like to. I'll pass it off. You know, if I get double teamed, <coughs> I'll pass it off. God bless you. Excuse me. Thank so you. now he has a couple guys that he can pass it off to. There's another dude on Boston. I was just watching him. A white dude has nice shot, nice moves. I was like, kind of a redheaded kid. Yeah, I think the kid from Oregon, that- Preston Parwell. Okay. Yeah. I was like, kid can play a little bit, man. So they have some really nice pieces. They're not real deep, but who is these days? I think his name. So um, there's some stories to to check out, and then I just I just, we talked about it a little last week when I brought up the idea of Oklahoma City. It's amazing that they're good, and they have about 15 first round picks in the next three years. It's friggin' crazy. Thank you, so, Mike Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard. Yep. Okay, nice yep. looking yep. player, man. Like really nice player, and they let him do his thing. It's not like he's not a Steve Kerr where it's just stand out in the three point line. Hey, well, they traded they traded some good pieces to get other pieces too. Like oh, absolutely. Like like Brad Stevens like leaving a coaching to go to the front office like it was a really good move. Who's the dude with the, with the blondish hair? Always had the colored hair. The guard for for Boston that they traded. Marcus Smart. Yeah, that's that yeah. was risky. I agree. He's a nice player. Number one, excellent defensive player. Number two, and, and had the attitude on. He was a real glue like, guy. Yeah, like he like was kind of absolutely. Yeah. So that was a yeah. real risky move. And I say that because if you look at what's going on in Milwaukee right now, they made the move. Uh, to get Dame, and they're struggling right now. Why? Because they lost that toughness. Well, they don't play defense and, and, anymore. And fucking Doc stinks too. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, that has been. Oh, dude, we talked that it was the one thing we talked about. It was like, what a curious move. You're in first place in your division, Bananas. and you fire your coach, and you bring in Doc, and you're like one and six since he gets there. Yee, that's how a GM gets fired. 
Anyway, there's some storylines to follow. Yeah, you, and see you, what goes on. you were bringing, you were bringing a late '90s Phil Jackson. Like just you. I know, man. It's uh. just, you know how many times you keep going to that well, but it'll be a lot of fun, and we'll just we'll follow the stories, and then when the playoffs come, we'll hey guys, thanks it. for listening, thanks for commenting. It brings more life to the show. It's, it's awesome. Absolutely, like when we have that they interaction, that interaction makes a huge difference for sure. What is that 134? 134 keeps on rolling. For Scott Bracey, I'm Pete Colasano. You've been listening to Bump and Run. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. I was the branching mess. She needed mental talk.